Well, hi there, and welcome back to Conversations with Father Greg. In this episode, we have a homily for Sunday, November 7th, 2021. Let's begin with a reading from Mark's Gospel. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. As Jesus taught, he said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes, and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces, and to have the best seats in the synagogues and places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses, and for the sake of appearances, they say long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. Then he sat down opposite the treasury, and watched the crowd putting money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which are worth a penny. Then he called his disciples and said to them, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the treasury, for all of them have contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had all that she had to live on. The Gospel of Christ. May I speak to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, hi there, everybody. When I was a little boy, I had a great aunt who taught art at her local college, and she also painted, mostly oil on canvas. Visiting her home was always a magical experience that involved carefully exploring her studio filled with partially completed paintings, the smell of linseed oil, and other tools of her craft. It was my great-aunt who introduced me to names like A.Y. Jackson and Tom Thompson who met a mysterious end in Algonquin Park. It was my relationship with my aunt that inspired my love of art in general, and of photography in particular. Every time that I feel the weight of a camera in my hand or glimpse a perfect shot and wish that I had the camera at the ready, I think of my aunt. Over the years, I've learned that if a picture is worth a thousand words, then the angle from which that picture is taken can change how we understand the entire story that is being told. In today's Gospel reading, Mark uses words to paint a picture, and in that picture he contrasts members of the religious establishment with a poverty-stricken widow. The scene opens with Jesus cautioning his listeners against those who would use the faith to gain power and influence. He speaks harshly against those who would use their place of authority as a tool to acquire prestige and honor. Jesus is clear that those who abuse positions of trust and leadership will eventually face consequences for their actions. Within a few moments, Jesus' attention turns to a poor woman who has entered the temple. She deposited two small coins into the temple treasury. Combined, the coins are worth about a penny. Mark tells us that the monetary value of the woman's contribution pales in comparison to what others gave, and yet she garnered Jesus' praise. Not because of the value of her gift, but rather because of what he knew that it cost her personally. Somehow, he knew that this gift was a financial challenge for her. 
We're told that everyone else had given a portion of their wealth, but she had given all that she had. He commends her for her selflessness and her generosity. Ironically, the nature of her gift earned her praise and fame that has been recorded through the centuries. The very same thing that the scribes Jesus criticized had been yearning for all along. But what can we learn from the telling of these two stories? Well, first of all, we are reminded that there are those who are willing to exploit their authority in an effort to serve their own needs for power, control, or prestige. This issue is not unique to first-century Judaism. 2,000 years later, it's not hard to find leaders from any number of religious backgrounds behaving similarly. One scholar commented that what Jesus sees in the behavior of the scribes is not unique to them, but a phenomenon that seems to be common among elites in many, if not all, cultures. This text stands as a caution to anyone who accepts a position of leadership and authority, particularly in a religious context. God calls many gifted people to leadership positions. But this text stands as a reminder that the work is God's and not our own. This is equally true for those who are ordained and for those who are not. If you have been called to a position of authority, if you have a platform, whenever people look at you as an authority on a subject, by all means, use it for what is is rightly meant to be used for, but do not abuse it. Secondly, we have the story of the woman that Jesus observed giving two small coins to the temple. I have often heard this story used to encourage people to contribute to some kind of financial campaign or another. Personally, I hold that understanding of this text very gently. Make no mistake, money plays a role in this story. But the story speaks about much more than money. What if we consider money to be a symptom rather than the core of this story? As those two slivers of copper plinked into the treasury box, they rang out with the sound of sacrificial generosity. Those two small coins had very little value in the marketplace, but they meant everything to the woman who gave them. We see Jesus holding this woman up as an example, not because of the monetary value of her donation, but because of the personal cost of her contribution. Suppose for a moment that the money given is the vehicle through which generosity is expressed. The widow's gift also speaks about deeper values like faithfulness, trust, and profound generosity. Now let's step back a bit and take another look at this passage. I don't think that it's any accident that Mark tells these two stories side by side the way that he does. Our text for today opens with Jesus criticizing those who use their positions of authority to leverage power and even more authority. 
In the very next breath, Jesus holds this woman up as a role model because of her generosity. By telling these stories one after the other, Mark is painting an image in stark contrast. We see Jesus criticizing those who live only to grab and clutch at power. All the while, he praises those who give of themselves selflessly. This is important because the generosity and selflessness that Jesus saw in this woman and that he encouraged in others is not limited to our finances. These are the kind of foundational traits that transcend money. They become what motivate every other aspect of our lives. Remember that it's Jesus who taught his followers to love your enemies, to do good to those who hate you, to bless those who curse you, and to pray for those who mistreat you. He taught his followers to pray to God asking for forgiveness in the same measure that we are able to forgive those who have hurt and offended us. These are all examples of sacrificial and costly generosity being lived out in our daily lives. It's an invitation to express things like love, compassion, and forgiveness with extravagant, lavish generosity. And ultimately, they are traits that Jesus modeled himself at Golgotha. Let's pray. Eternal God, teach us to love you not only in mind and heart, but also in purpose and action, so that we may love all people with Christ-like extravagance. Amen. Amen.